Hey everyone, welcome to Everyday Perspectives with Erin Panzarella, episode two. I wanted to take the time today to talk about something that's been on my mind a lot lately, which is triggers. Triggers are super interesting. They make us show up in the world a very different way than what the situation is. They're fascinating. They also can be harmful to our lives. A lot of people will react in a certain way based on a trigger and it can completely transform a situation that didn't have to be all this negative energy into one that becomes pretty terrible. It's unreal because it happens so many times, especially nowadays, everyone's triggered. I think we're all trying to defend something or to show our point so much that everyday interactions turned into huge triggers and we all feel the sense of needing to defend our own ideas in a world where there's so many different ones flying around. If I were to define triggers, I would say that it's something that causes a reaction that is not proportional to the current situation because it's based in a past circumstance. The feelings that we're having at that moment are based from something that's not actually in this moment, but something that that already happened. That's what a trigger means to me. It's bringing something from the past forward into the current situation, even though on the surface they're not even remotely related at all. They can show up in our lives in very different ways. We can be triggered by the same person doing anything or we can be triggered by the same kind of action within a bunch of different people. And everyone is triggered by something different because we all have different experiences. We all have different pasts. We all have different perspectives on things based on those past experiences and based on our level of awareness. Two people can go through the exact same situation at the same time within their lives and perceive them in two totally different ways. I don't think that anyone actually perceives the same thing in the same way. Why I share here is because some of the perspectives that I have now I think could be helpful to other people going through similar situations. I've gotten a lot of value from other people sharing their experiences. And when someone goes through something similar to me and they pinpoint what I'm feeling by sharing what they're feeling, I feel this sense of connection with humankind as a whole to know that we're actually not that different and that we're all trying to be loved and we're all trying to be understood. And based on our past, maybe people don't even understand that's what we're trying to do. But deep down, I think that we all just want to be accepted for who we are. And we live a life that has not shown that that's the case. We lived very conditionally. I think we all live conditionally because we're dealing with a bunch of different people and we have different relationships. We have our parental relationships, we have siblings, we have coworkers, we have friends, we have best friends, we have significant others, which is a huge thing that triggers, I think, come up probably most often. I know for me, I'm always triggered in my current relationship based on past experiences and I have to convince myself like, hey, totally different relationship. 
This is not going to happen again. And I really have to actively stop myself from reacting to a situation that comes up today from a past mindset. It takes a lot. It takes an awareness and it takes a time of pausing while I'm going through this reactionary thing and understanding like, hey, be here now. Be where your feet are. Not in something that happened three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Oh man, I'm getting old. (laughs) Seriously, there's so many different situations that can be triggered at any given moment. And whenever a trigger arises, it shows us where we need healing, which is why they're so important. It shows us what we believe in our core in our cells there's a belief system there that's like hey i still kind of believe this help me help me heal so i've been really active in paying attention to the triggers that arise because they teach me where i need to go within more than anything it's really helpful to understand them so i wanted to share a few of mine that have come up recently or come up pretty consistently because it can help other people recognize where maybe they're reacting to a trigger instead of the current situation. And I think that if we all share these kinds of tools with each other and we're more open in communication about it, that the world could be a much better place. Like what if we had conversations about this instead of what clothes are you wearing? Even though I love clothes, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that a lot of things are very surface level, but what's your trigger? That's a deep conversation that uh, I don't think anyone's ever asked me. I've talked about it with like my best friend and my mom and my boyfriend at times because of course I'm triggered a lot in my current romantic relationship, but it has nothing to do with the current relationship. It has to do with the past and this mindset that I've brought into it that I'm not worthy and I'm going to be left. I am triggered a lot by certain situations that bring that fear back up. When there's a trigger, something is coming to the surface that we didn't necessarily know was there. I've done a lot of healing in my own life and there's still triggers everywhere. This life is so interesting because we're never done with this journey. We're never done with healing. We're never done with having more to learn, which is really cool because I think if we were done, if there was a certain point where I'd be like, okay, I'm perfect, that would be really boring. I wouldn't want to live a life like that because where would you go from there? Even though there's a lot of triggers that come up and I was like, damn, why? (laughs) I've noticed this and I've, I've done the work. Like, why are you still coming here? But I didn't do the deep enough work. And that's okay. Sometimes we think we did a lot of deep work and then we realize, oh, wow, there's a lot more to be done. But that's cool. What else am I going to spend my life doing if it's not getting to know myself? So triggers. I'll talk about the romantic relationship first because that's one of the obvious ones. And then I'm going to go to work because that's where I'm triggered most of all. So in the past, I was left. I was broken up with. And it instilled the abandonment issues that I had that I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy. That someone's always going to leave me. I'm not good enough for them to stay around. So whenever me and my boyfriend get into an argument or whenever there's something that he doesn't agree with that I say, I get nervous. I get this feeling that, oh, shit, I messed up. I said something that he didn't like. Maybe that's going to make him leave me. 
that couldn't be further from the truth. And by constantly feeding into the triggers, we actually end up manifesting those situations a lot more often than not. Because we're reacting to something that's completely different than the current situation. And then the other person's like, what? (laughs) Where did he even come up with that from? And we trigger them into doubting. And we cause this whole ripple effect by reacting triggered. By reacting to something that's actually not going on. When we react, we trigger someone else. So then it's two triggered people going back and forth. No one's listening to each other. No one's paying attention because everyone's trying to get their point across, trying to prove that they're right, trying to prove that this happened in the past, so it's going to happen now, trying to prove that what they experience is the right experience or it's what's always going to happen. That's not true. You're going to always experience the same exact thing over and over again if you keep reacting the exact same way, which is reacting to your triggers. If you don't react to them, things are actually going to change something's going to happen. There's going to be a huge shift. I know it because it's very true for me. I feel myself getting triggered a lot and I want to say something, for example. Why don't we just break up? I've thought of that before. To say that, I never would mean it. But it's me being triggered, thinking he's going to leave. Like, why don't I just throw this stupid sentence out there and give him an opportunity to prove that I'm right? I've done that in my past relationships because I was triggered. I felt like something was going to happen. I need to get some sort of clarity from the situation by throwing out something out of left field for them to be like, oh, no, no, no. Why would I ever do that? Why? No, of course not. You're great. You're worthy. Give me all the validation that I needed. But if you do that enough, that's exactly what's going to happen. I would never say that in my current relationship now because it's the last thing I would want ever. I don't need to show up in that way anymore. There are some times that that thought to say it comes out of my head. I pause and I think, why would I say this? I can't come up with any good answer to that question. I can't. Why would I want to upset the person that I love the most by saying those words? Those are hurtful words. Those are fighting words. Triggers create fighting words. I'm not very confrontational. I'm actually practicing to be a little more confrontational because there's times that you can be like, hey, no, you're overstepping your boundary here. Stop it. And um, that's one of my own practices. I talked about setting boundaries and there's a little confrontation in a boundary. It's not anything bad. I don't think confrontation has to be bad. But when we are triggered, we're extremely confrontational to the point of fighting against someone. It's not even fighting against someone. You actually end up fighting against yourself, which is like the silliest thing of all. Why would you even want to do that? Why would you want to create all these situations that you're so fearful of by taking the action that created those situations in the past? It's kind of like insanity to do that. In relationships, everything is very personal. We want to be good to the person that we're in a relationship with. We want to be seen a certain way, I suppose. Uh, Now I'm trying to just be seen as I am and really not trying to filter anything. I'm not trying to make myself different than who I truly am. But triggers take us away from our true selves. When we're reacting to a trigger, we're not within the present moment. And all we are is this present moment. So 
acting on a trigger is 100% not acting with my own truth. It's acting with reality that I experienced in the past, which was only my perception too. So I saw the situation a certain way and I created that reality. And now I'm recreating it again by bringing it from the past into right now. I don't want to do that. I want to live each day like it's a new day and that I am a new me because I think I truly grow every day. There's something that happens every day that makes me go within and say like, hey, I didn't know that yesterday or I knew that, but I know it way better today, which has been the coolest part of this journey. Like I said, we're never done and learning about myself is the journey. Who am I today? And creating this environment for me to be my best self today is really cool. (laughs) I hope that people can take what I'm saying here and apply it to their own lives because these are the tools that help me understand this, that each day can be different. Even if we're doing the same exact thing, which of course right now in the current climate, a lot of us are. It's just, you know, you work from home, you do everything at home, you can't really go out, you can't do a lot. So I think it's easy to get caught up in this loop that like, oh, everything's the same. I'm eating the same food, doing the same thing. I can't decide another meal. I can't do this. I can't do that. But every single day brings an opportunity for us to learn more about ourselves. So triggers are also that way because we are learning where we have to go within, where some of the healing that we've done before needs some deeper investigating. And then also there's a lot of things that I used to experience and that used to trigger me that don't anymore. I'm not triggered by certain things. I think in my romantic relationship, I'm really not triggered by that much except for the abandonment, but that's always been my thing that I have to work on. For example, if my boyfriend jokes around with me, if he says something like, I hate you, let's use that. We are joking. (laughs) We'll say it in a very joking manner and we'll say it in a way that's clearly obvious and it's in, it's like a a personal inside joke that it sometimes comes up. But in the past, if a boyfriend had said that to me, jokingly, I would have been very upset. I would have caused probably a scene. I would have made myself seem like a victim. I would have gone really crazy i would ignore them i would do all these things to get back at them for saying it even though i knew it was a joke but it was like there was something within me that hated myself so much that hearing someone else say that triggered me in an unreal way i wonder if people are triggered by me even saying that me and my boyfriend say that because some people would be like oh i never say that that's terrible to say and That could be true maybe for you, but we say it as a joke occasionally. When we do something really stupid, we'll be like, I hate you. Like really dumb kind of thing. But in the past, if he had said that to me, I would have freaked out. Freaked out. Literally would not have been able to handle it. And then now seeing all this work that I've done on myself and I don't hate myself, I love myself very much, I can understand that it's a joke. I can understand that he doesn't actually hate me We love each other very much, more than I've ever loved anyone. So this is a joke. Let's laugh. And obviously, it's not a thinking process anymore. But in the past, I would have to convince myself like, oh, he loves me. Oh, whatever. I had to convince myself because I would get into this mood and then not be able to get myself out of it until I like talk myself off the ledge. 
it's very tiring to live like that to live constantly in trigger mode that like any slight joke can just completely set you off into something that is not even related to it and question your entire existence surrounding it my romantic relationship is something that i've worked on a lot but my work situation is 100% where I have way more work to do. So much work. I am still under the impression at work that if I am not perfect, then I am terrible. I think that if I make a mistake, it's the end of the world. I'm going to be fired. Something's going to happen. I internally, I freak out. I just go on this huge downward spiral when I feel I got an email that seemed pretty aggressive and I feel something that seemed pretty harsh. I get those emails and my brain goes crazy. I literally have lost sleep or lost some like relaxing hours just thinking about work and the email that someone sent and what they meant by it and Typically, I'm not the kind of person, but with work, it's just this whole thing of like me needing to prove my worthiness in this field, which is hilarious because it's not even like the field that I'm extremely passionate about. I mean, I am passionate about my job because we do really good things. We help a lot of people. So, of course, I want to do a good job for the people that we're helping. That comes with the territory. There's a lot of things that my boss will bring up that I made a mistake or this isn't right. And I just go on this huge rant internally. I'm not good enough. This isn't going to work. And it's taken a lot for me to not be triggered. It happened yesterday. I had sent an email that just didn't seem appropriate to someone else. It wasn't anything bad. It was literally just sending information. But they were like, why are you sending that information? I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't know that this was not the specific information that I should be sending, but it was literally just like one sentence, nothing bad, not, it was all accurate, you know. I got this email saying like, why are you sending that information? And I'm sure it wasn't even like her saying, why are you sending it? It was just like, why are you, why are you sending it? You know, it wasn't any crazy rant in her head, but I just imagined that she was freaking out that I sent that she would not be okay. And I went on this huge spiral. And then this morning, it was really hard for me to get out of bed because I was nervous. I was nervous to open up my emails and see if there was like a response to it. There was literally nothing. Of course there was nothing. There was no reason for it, but I had been triggered by this email situation into I'm not worthy because I made a mistake. And it wasn't even like a mistake. It was just, I made someone else unhappy by doing something. And there's been many a times in my life that that's been the case. And I was feeling terrible after because the other person made me feel terrible after. And that was my trigger. This has happened in the past with someone else, not even the same situation, but someone else made me feel this way. So now, when another situation makes me feel this way, I get triggered. When another situation makes me feel like it's not okay for me to make a mistake, I go into panic mode. I go into this frenzy of trying to solve it. I go into this mindset that I have to do everything within my power to make this right. Which is silly. I bet if I had done more about this email scenario, I would have made it worse. We always feed into the triggers instead of watching it and not doing anything about it. 
So that's been my practice is watching the triggers as they arise and then doing nothing. What a concept, right? To feel a certain way about a situation that doesn't make you feel good, but just sitting with it. It's okay that you feel uncomfortable because this is different. Sometimes different is super uncomfortable, but this is good for you to not react to everything that comes up in a way that has nothing to do with the situation that's coming up right now. We have to understand our triggers and we have to understand that there is something rooted deep inside of us that needs to be healed. So let's explore that as opposed to creating more situations that create and instill and reinforce these triggers even more. When I get triggered, I trigger other people. And then when other people are triggered, we are literally fighting a war. And it's a lose-lose situation. We're fighting and we don't even know why. And then at the end of it, we were like, how, how did we even get here? I know sometimes I'll get super triggered and I will say something. And then I wish there was a rewind button. I'll give you an example. My mom, I love her. She's the reason why this podcast is abbreviated to EP because she always calls me EP whenever I call her on the phone. Every time. That's new. 29 years old. She just started calling me EP. Like we're best buds because we are. My mom is one of my biggest triggers. Her as a person because I grew up with her. I think that's the case with mothers and daughters. It has to be. Every situation I feel like mothers and daughters, they can just really trigger each other. We love each other like no other, but we can get under each other's skin so easily, both of us. And we feed into it. We're way better now. I remember we were at her house in Florida. I was sitting outside meditating. Supposed to be all zen, you know. My dog was with me, I think. And my mom screaming, Erin! Erin, Erin, and I'm just trying to meditate, trying not to be distracted, trying to just focus on my breath, focus on the guided meditation that was in the background. Erin, she gets louder. She almost becomes screaming, looking for me. This is when I was 28, so it's I'm not a lost child in the supermarket. I am her 28-year-old daughter sitting outside meditating on a chair. I screamed my head off and was like, I'm effing meditating so loud. It was the least zen thing I've ever done in my life. I was like the Hulk screaming at her while meditating. Nonetheless, the words came out of my mouth, this octave, this volume, I don't... I didn't even know existed within me came out and I covered my mouth like in a movie because I couldn't believe what had just come out of my mouth. I went in. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't believe that just came out of my mouth like that. 
and it hurt me to like get into that mode so quickly just because i was triggered from my mom because it reminded me of when i was like a teenager it reminded me of when i was a kid and me and my mom and my mom trying to get me out of bed or my mom trying to do something and me being annoyed and like screaming my head off at her and it brought me right back there right back it was unbelievable because her voice sounded pretty much similar to that situation i was triggered and i went off she actually was pretty good about it i don't even think she cared i think she probably understood because she also meditates and we (laughs) have both distracted each other and i'm sure she got it and it really wasn't that bad but when you're dealing with someone else who doesn't do this work and they are triggered from something that you do it can become really ugly real quick really quick i can't believe how bad it is and i think that so much of what we're experiencing in the world right now is because people are just triggered and fighting each other all the time social media is unreal that's all it is and triggers make me feel like every single person walking around in an adult body is still a child they're still dealing with so many of these issues that stemmed in their childhood that they don't even understand and they're reacting to them in the same exact way as if they were a kid it just explains so much immaturity and explains just how the quote like high school never ends and sometimes that's the case and i just can't believe it but it makes sense because no one's really talking about where the healing needs to be done and no one's talking about that it all starts with me it all starts with you everyone's looking for the outside to change and for everyone else to change and to get on board with what they want but that's not how change happens at all change happens one person at a time and the only people that we can change is ourselves i am the only one who can change me other people can help me on my journey They can give me some insights. I've read so many books by beautiful authors. I've read a lot of social media posts that I was like, wow. It helped me change my perspective a little bit. And those are seeds that got planted. But unless you do the work, unless you do the things that these posts and these books and these practices and these courses and these classes are telling you to do, nothing's going to change at all. And I lived like that for a really long time, like thinking that I could read all these materials and automatically my life would be totally different. And that's not the case at all. It's very interesting. I wish that we all could just show up as we are just a little bit more. My most expansive conversations have been when there was no guard up. You know, it was the vulnerability and the non-judgment aspect of it and just understanding that I could be myself here and now in this conversation without any regard for the past and that was good enough for the other person and that was good enough for me. I wish that we can all just have more conversations that we're honest and truthful with each other and understanding that like, hey, I have this mindset from the past but that's not who i am that's just a story that i told myself over and over again but this is who i am today because i chose to be this person i chose to look within and i chose to heal and i chose to recognize my triggers which helped me grow it helped me understand myself even more 
And it's really important to investigate these triggers because there's a lot of beauty in healing. I think that we're sometimes afraid to go within because we're afraid of what we'll find. I remember, (laughs) this is interesting memory that just came up, that I was going into a healing session and I had asked, do you think I need to work on remembering my childhood? I had blacked out so much of my younger years and I think it was just because of the trauma of my dad passing away so early that my memory of so many years after that is just almost non-existent. I actually get a lot more memories now after I've done some healing work. The healer had told me, oh no, you don't have to go there. You know, unlocking some of that will can just be like opening Pandora's box. Why would you want to do that? Like, sometimes you don't have to know. And I said, okay, that, you know, that made sense to me. I mean, it made sense at that time. And now I think about it and I'm like, what? That was my life. Those are my memories. That is my story. And that experience and those experiences in those years shaped me a lot. So for you to tell me that those are too damaged for me to want to remember is bull. I want to remember it all, the good and the bad, because they are here whether or not I remember them. So somewhere within my body, within my cells, within my brain, wherever it is, I have memories of that time. I know it because they're coming up now way more often. But I have these memories and by digging deeper and to going into the ugly parts of my past, if you want to call it that, I think it's pretty beautiful but the darker the shadow parts of my past has helped me remember some really great memories too and it's helped me understand myself way more it helps me understand my triggers way more because i'm like oh you're telling me that i'm acting this way because when i was in fourth grade i ran for treasurer and another girl ran for treasurer there was one boy running And the boy won. And everyone was like, oh, of course, all the girls had to split their votes between you and the other girl. So, of course, the guy won. So then I learned it's me versus her. Girl versus girl. I learned that. And I just remembered it not that long ago. And I was like, holy moly. There's a trigger right there. That when me and two girls are in the same position, I am triggered into thinking it's a competition. And that I'm not as good as her. Remembering this memory from the situation helped me understand myself more. It helped me dig deeper and it helped me get that I wasn't born hating anyone. I wasn't born as a mean person. I wasn't born as a bully. I wasn't born damaged. I wasn't born a victim. All these things is not what I was born as. And then life happened and it taught me that that's what I was by my experiences. Because I wasn't able, I wasn't capable of seeing them from a different perspective until now. Understanding these parts of me and understanding the events that took place when I was younger and understanding the things that I did that weren't so great have helped me get rid of a lot of the negative habits that I've had. And it's helped heal a lot of the triggers. It's helped heal a lot. I hope we can all take a moment to look within. Maybe there was a situation today that you felt triggered. The other day, I literally almost threw my computer 
it wasn't working and i was nervous that i couldn't get something to my boss maybe she was requesting something and i felt it in my body that i was like clenching my heart my chest hurt i was so afraid my computer wasn't working so i wasn't going to get something to my boss she didn't even request anything she was going to deduct that i wasn't worthy or i wasn't doing my job and that i wasn't doing a good enough job just because my computer was malfunctioning and I had this like almost mental breakdown about it. And then I was like, I have to do an episode on triggers because that's what I am right now. That's what I'm experiencing. I hope we can all look and see if there's anything that happened today, this week with your significant other, with a friend, with a sibling, with a parent that maybe you reacted in a way or you said some things that you didn't mean because you were triggered from a past experience that had nothing to do with it. And maybe we can recognize it. I don't know if we can apologize if that's available or if we can just look at it and understand and maybe notice the next time that it comes up, maybe we can take a pause instead of being so quick to react, being so quick to pull the trigger and to do something we really don't want to do that serves no one. And that's everything that I wanted to discuss today about triggers. I think they're really important and maybe we don't realize when they come up. So taking a step back and talking about them can be a helpful practice. And I think they're important to realize in our relationships and when we're navigating the world that a lot of the people that we're coming into contact with are also triggered. So we don't have to take everything so personally. We don't have to think that everything is about us and that they're personally attacking us. They're just triggered because something is coming up for them from their past. And this has helped me have a lot more compassion for people. It's helped me understand that not everything is about me and everyone else is walking around with wounds too and they all have reactions to them. So I think it can be helpful to recognize our own and it helps us gain some perspective into other people and how they navigate the world as well. And now I'm going to end like I'm going to do every episode. And let's just take a little time to wind down and settle into our breath. Maybe sit up a little bit taller in your chair and let the breath come in and out naturally and just watch it. And you can join me if you want in taking a deep inhale in and exhaling out. It doesn't have to be a loud sigh. It can just be a natural letting out if you want. You can just take another deep breath and breathe it out. If you thought of any trigger when reflecting, I want you to just imagine it. Imagine the scenario. And instead of being mad at yourself, understand why you did it. Understand where it came from. Did it come from this same person? Did it come from another person but a similar scenario? 
Maybe you have to dig a little deeper and it's not that obvious. Maybe you have to meditate on it a little bit or maybe you have to journal about it or maybe you don't want to do anything about it. Maybe it will come to you, maybe it won't. I find it helpful to just observe it from a different perspective. Understand why you did what you did. Send love to yourself because there's healing that needs to be done there. And we can't heal through hate. It's never, you can't bang change out of you. you. Can't shake it out, can't hate it out. We have to shine light on it. And we have to send love to ourselves. The part of us that reacted to the trigger. There's some sort of wound there that hasn't been healed. And love is the biggest healer. It's the only healer. So just look at the situation from a different perspective and send love to yourself. Send love to the other person. If they're in your life, I don't know if you want to talk about it and say I'm sorry. You can explain that I really didn't mean that. I was just triggered. And then maybe open up about why you were triggered. I think that's been really helpful in my own life is saying I really didn't mean to say that and this has nothing to do with you and truly mean it. And then the next time the same situation comes up, I come in with a lot more clarity and maybe I'm able to stop myself from reacting so strongly or maybe I react a little bit less. Over time, I found that the reactions fade and instead of reacting, I'm able to respond from a higher level from a totally different perspective, from a different way of being. What I've learned from the past has helped bring me forward into the here and now. If you want to take one more deep breath in. And sigh it out. I want to thank you so much for listening this week, and I hope you'll tune in next time.